Did you find the word for... I'm just looking it up right now. The accurate German description of my annoying behavior. <laughs> Getting joy. Maybe this is it. No, never mind. I mean, I think it is a great word that describes us. But What's the word? It's called... Uh, Welchmers. 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 Um, which is roughly translated into English as world pain. Yeah, that's me. It's a, a literary <laughs> concept describing the feeling experienced by an individual who believes that reality can never satisfy the expectations of the mind, resulting in a mood of wariness or sadness about life arising from the acute awareness of evil and suffering. Ooh. So not as fun. Well, there's oh. a lot going on there. Yeah, the first half of that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then the other half, I was like, yeah, that's not quite it. Yeah. No, sorry. <laughs> I gain amusement from the lack of meaning of life. Uh, oh, hey, you have the King and Kodos pins on. Those are great. I do. Oh, it's so appropriate. Where did you <laughs> buy those from, Laura? Actually, Dave got them for me last Christmas, I think. Oh. And it is Pinboy Fresh. Pinboy Fresh. Pinboy Fresh. I saw PBF and I was like, I didn't know Perry Bible Fellowship had branched into pins. I know, right? Yeah, there's some great ones. You also got me like... Um, Oh, it's Gene, but as when he dressed up as Bob that episode. So I've got Love one it. of those. Yes, yeah. the best. He does some really great, like, kind of deeper cut. Oh, wicked. I'm going to check this out once we're off. Uh, no longer recording. Well, thanks for joining us, Laura, and I guess eventually Lexi. Uh. <laughs> I am so sorry that I harassed you off of your... Uh, your elliptical i wasn't i was getting ready i was literally i was walking up the stairs with my water oh i'm sorry and everything. i just misunderstood because i thought you said you were on the elliptical i was i gave myself enough time because i knew you were going to be early and so i thought i'll get off the elliptical at like a quarter after and i was getting my water bottle and Clever. all my little trinkets and then my my phone was just a buzzing <laughs> away on my wrist here so my god see the thing about the type of comedy i appreciate is that it's continuous it doesn't stop yes I believe in sort of the re repetition of either a joke or the motion of a joke, if that makes sense, in order to create humor. <laughs> and I think I've done it <laughs> successfully based by, I, I mean, the look that I'm getting from Lex is just pure disdain. We've been friends for so long that I... I I'm pretty sure I've always been annoying. You've... Ben, if there's one thing about you, I say this with love, you're consistent. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I have never not been irritating. You're not irritating. Uh, tell that to my wife. Ah, there it is. That's... Laura, don't encourage this behavior. That's exactly what Laura's do. The, the laughter eggs him on. Oh I'm sorry. God. All right, we got a little housekeeping. Let's get into this show, folks. We're warm. We're toasty. We're good to go. We've got... <laughs> Lex just hit her face with her water bottle and recoiled physically. I sprayed myself in the face. Oh, is that what it was? It looked it like was, you smashed your teeth. No, it was. There's a button to release the water. Release the water. And when I did that, it crackened me. <laughs> crackened. Yeah, sploosh, as Pam from Archer <laughs> would say. <laughs> that show's still going. It is. It is like 19 seasons. Yeah, going into last season. Yeah, every time I'm like, yep. they should have put that to bed, uh, I realize there's another season. And then I come around again and I'm like, okay, I see the premise. I don't know. Yeah. The current season is that there's somebody more capable and possibly funnier than Archer <laughs> who has joined the team. And that's sort of the crux. He's the Lana to her Archer now. And that's an interesting new dynamic. Okay. Mm. 
possibly more competent, but also a step behind. <laughs> Anyhow, we'll see how that plays <laughs> out. This week, I got stuck in a hallway. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I wanted to start the episode by telling you about my trauma. I was getting a tattoo from our wonderful friends over at Hemlock Tattoo, as I uh, 98% of my tattoos are from that shop and those wonderful folks. And uh, there was a special notice on the street parking that it had to end at five and you had to move or you're going to get towed. So I was like three hours into a tattoo and I was like, I got to go move my car. And they're like, yeah, no problem. You know, <laughs> we'll see you in a few minutes. So I get in my car, I drive, like literally do a U-turn to a parkade right across the street, drive down, park my car. I'm like, good. That took like two minutes. Time to head back to my session. Can't find a pay station. Start searching through <laughs> okay. hallways. Can't get back out of the hallways. And the further I go, the less I can get back. Every time I go further and I find a door that opens, it does no. not <laughs> It does not reopen the other way. So I'm just oh, in the no. bowels of this fucking building downtown called The Guardian, uh, which is just a huge, like, fancy <laughs> pants, like, I don't know, Gen Z, high-end building. I don't know, a bunch of Airbnb bullshit. And I'm lost and I'm stuck and I am freaking out and I am calling in park being like, I need you guys to help me. I am stuck. I can't find a pay station. I'm stuck in a hallway. None of these doors will open. The only door that I can find that I might be able to push open is an emergency exit that says like, don't fucking open this or everything's going to go. I'd be doing it. I'd be like, fuck it. I tried. So I wasn't yeah. quite there yet. And being the rule abiding individual that I am, uh, I was like, I can't do that. I can't do this thing. This only means of escape. So I called in park. I talked to them. I'm like, I am in lot four, four, six. I am stuck in a hallway. Somebody needs to help me. They're like, we don't have a lot four, four, six. My stress just spikes. I'm like, you do. It's on the fucking sign. I am looking at it. I am telling you I'm in four, four, six. The guy's like, no, no, four, four, six. He's like, blah, blah, blah. you heard or heard of a four, four, six. She's like, no, I never heard of a four, four, six. <laughs> this goes back and forth for a while. I'm like, I need, like, I'm in the guardian building, like, downtown here's the address like this is where i am i am so lucky and thankful that i have cell service right now mm -hmm. like come help me and the guy's like i don't what guardian building like what are you talking about i don't know which were they even calgary they were i was like are you in calgary oh. they're like wait yeah. wait were you in an alternate dimension well, this is the thing i'm That's starting to question like, like right yes. i'm starting to freak out and so right at that point uh i hear a door it's like and i'm like hold the door, hold the door. And I run down the hallway and there's a woman who's just come in and the door of course is click. No, 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 no. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm so sorry, but you are locked in here as well. She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, every single one of these doors is locked. There's like 10 doors around down this hallway. I'm like, and there's only one door at the end. That's an emergency exit. And it says, you know, don't go through it. And she's like, yeah, we can't go through that. The guy on the other end of the line is like, wait, do you mean lot 447? I'm like, no, I don't mean 447. I'm like, I'm on the phone with Impark. She's like, what, 447? I'm like, no, <laughs> no, not you, 447. I'm on the phone trying to get us help. She starts calling her partner being like, I'm locked in a hallway somewhere. Can you find the concierge? He's like, there's a concierge. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is great. Finally, the guy is like, wait, wait, 447 is connected to 446. This is the same lot. He's like, we're going to send somebody out. 10 more minutes pass. Nobody has arrived. I can't get a hold of anyone oh my God. in the building. I'm trying to call like businesses that are in the building to get someone to help us. 
and we hear a door open again. <laughs> like, <laughs> and a man walks in. We're like, don't let the door close. So we both run towards him. He holds it. He just grabs it like in the nick of time, holds it open. Me and this other woman, we walk with this guy out through this door. We're like, we're free. Like we've been stuck in there for like 15, 20 minutes. Like we can't get out. <laughs> All this time, I'm also trying to get a hold of my tattoo artist who no doubt as a lovely person has decided that I'm dead or, or been hit by a car or something. There's ambulances going by. Yeah. I don't have contact information. They're a private studio. They don't have a phone number. So my only way of trying to get a hold of them is like email or Instagram. And I decided DMing on Instagram was the most efficient uh, method of communication. It wasn't, that's an aside. We go out through the door. We go back down into one of the other hallways. Every door there is locked. (laughs) Jesus. What is up with this building? We cannot go back the way we came. We go down the stairs and it turns out he plays dumb, but this third dude has pissed in the other hallway. No! <laughs> no he hasn't! Shut up! Yeah. Oh because my God. I went through that, that same hallway is where I came through about 20 minutes earlier and nobody had peed in there. And now that we're back there, we're all like, oh. So we're stuck in a smaller chunk of hallway now. With pee in it. With a giant puddle of piss that stinks so bad. But what's so crazy is it? He, it's not like he acted like he'd been stuck in there for hours. So he was just <laughs> walking and decided to piss in a hallway. So he was on his way to a gym that's in his building. <laughs> and I guess he had to go. Nobody says anything. None of us were just like, oh, I guess somebody peed in here. There's only the three of us. I would have just owned. I'm like, okay, full disclosure. I had to pee. What were we going to do? You guys understand. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know we'd back here. This dude, though, was not locked in there as long as we were. <laughs> so he's like, okay, we can't go back. He's like, let's try going forward. And we told him about the situation. And so we all walked down to the emergency exit. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this. And he pushes the door. No alarms go off. He walks out into the street, the broad daylight. This woman sort of gives me like a, we fucking should have done that look and like steps out as well. And then I go and I step out and I'm like, I'm finally free. I can go back literally across the street, which is where my tattoo shop is. And I can get this done. And then I realize I haven't paid for parking yet. (laughs) So I have to go back into the building and wait like another 20 minutes to find someone. That part's not as interesting. Eventually I got help. I paid for parking. She gave me a way back into the building, (laughs) gave me her number in case I got stuck again. This is nice old lady. She's like 60. She's like, and I look insane, right? Like, I mean, like not in a pejorative way. I mean, everyone there can see that I have a panic disorder. I haven't had my meds today. I hadn't had a haircut either yet. So I was just like full bushy beard, crazy hair. There's a bunch of Gen Z standing around in this fancy lobby being like, what is wrong with this guy? I'm like panting. I'm like, I would have been in tears. So I finally get back across the street. They're like, what happened to you? We saw an ambulance. We thought the worst. I'm like, I'm sorry. I got stuck in a hallway. Oh, my God. Uh, And thankfully, one of the lovely people there just, she's like, sit down. Take a minute. Here's a juice box. Here's a granola bar. We'll start again in a few minutes. That's so awesome. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, that's my my story. Oh, my God. Okay, but have you gone back to ask for the security footage? Because yeah, you need to ask about that. <laughs> there were so many security cameras, Laura. So many. And I'm like, they are going to think I'm trying to rob this place. At least you didn't piss in the corner. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. The only door that wasn't locked that I found that should have been locked was a machine room door. <laughs> Amazing. And I was like, I'm not going in there. I opened it. I saw that it was unlocked. I'm like, nope, that's how I get murdered. I do not go into that room. <laughs> I've seen that movie. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I was going to ask if you were in the movie Saw. Yes. No, God. As far as I can tell, I didn't commit any deep, heinous crimes against anybody that need to be <laughs> that rectified. That's right. You appreciate your family. Yeah. With that in mind, here's wow. the theme song. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. This is Dork Matters, a dorky podcast for dorks. I am your dad dork host, Ben Rankle, and with me as always, Lexi Hunt, your Ed Dorkator. And with us, as per October-ish, yes. it seems, <laughs> is, is Laura O'Connor, our horror dork. Horror dork. Oh, that sounds bad. bad. That sounds horror bad. Horror? I'm sorry, Laura. No, don't say horror dork. <laughs> okay. One quick shout out I want to make is to the lovely, lovely human beings, Taylor and Geneva at uh, Hemlock Tattoo for taking care of my dumb ass when I got back to the tattoo parlor uh, and also for not charging me for the time I was locked in the hallway. That's classy. Uh, Yeah, it's very classy. Thank you both. (laughs) Laura, thank you for coming. We appreciate having our whore dork here. Apparently, I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) I'll take it. How interested are you in using that title going forward? Well... I'm for it. I'll go with it. I need to go in. Good sport, Laura. Okay, right. I'm never going to say it, but Lexi can. (laughs) Yeah, it's October. It's October. It was a weird aside. I remember um, a friend of mine's mother, um, we were like a group of friends, of course, and uh, there was Laura and Heather and some other people. And she was asking her son, so how are, and she said, leather and horror. Like she'd switched. And I was so like, funnily enough, I'm like, I've heard that before. Yeah. (laughs) We're very close to that. Sounds like a great podcast. I was going to say like a BDSM type thing. (laughs) It's about about sex and leather, right? Like that's what it's about. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a BDSM podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the Hellraiser (laughs) series for sure. Speaking of Hellraiser, (laughs) we're here to talk Halloween. That's why we asked Laura to come and hang out with us. Uh, anytime we can do some sort of spooky stuff, that's what we're doing. So happy October. Thank you for coming. What are we talking about, Lex? We're talking about Treehouse of... I thought you guys would jump in. There we go. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. The, I thought you were just the, building the up. The Simpsons yeah, Treehouse of Horror specifically. Very exciting. I mean, that's really the best part. Like, all the cool opens of all the different, like, funny Mm -hmm, names mm -hmm. are are really my favorite. Like, Sam Sayonara. I'm just amazing. (laughs) Yeah, they get kind of funky after a while, don't they? I love, like, (laughs) we're on, like, Treehouse of Horrors. I think uh, it's 34 that will be coming out here at some point this Uh, month. 35. 35. I'm one off. So they're in season 36 then. I believe so. Yeah, that's right. Because they didn't have one for the first season. For the first season. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, and like they just, uh, I think they're phoning in some of those names now. Oh, it's like, yeah. I mean, come on. Annoying phone call, Matt Groening and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Max exactly. Superstax, stuff like that, Brooks. Like, just really silly. I was trying to figure out what mine would be, though, because I do love that. So I think I would go with Laura Living Doll. No, sorry, Living Dead. Oh, Living Dead, oh, Living Doll, today. either. Living Dead, that's yeah. good. Uh, Haunted Doll Watch. Very nice. Haunted Doll Lex, Watch. what would yours be? Yeah. Oh. I think it would be Lexi Hunter of the Damned. Oh, not oh, bad. That's really Thank good. You. Yeah. Thank you. I bent ankle. 
<laughs> I mean, it's a good one. It's, a good one. it's, it's good. It's not bad. You're running away from a ghost and then you hurt your yeah. ankle and then, or, you yeah, know, I, I, you're got, just I got getting you. I got up you. there. You're Cherished pushing trope. 40 and your joints are what they used to be. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's probably the most realistic horror out of uh, all of This is okay. No more tattoo talk after this, but I was trying to get off the table after because I was getting like the back of my calf tat, yeah. uh, tattooed. And like trying to push myself up off the table after I like hurt my wrist. And I was like, oh, and she's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah, it's just my wrist. It's like, who's this <laughs> fucking guy who comes in here with his panic disorder and his hallway loss and I like, can't even like use. Uh, it's sad. What is Treehouse of Horrors, Lex? Or Laura, do you want to take this one? Laura, you're the guest. Oh my. Okay. Well, um, I think a completely genius every season except for the first uh, anthology series, which is so popular in horror to begin with. There's so many. Uh, horror films like Tales from the Dark Side and things like that where you get your separate stories which is genius because I think usually for a good scare you want to get in and out as quickly as possible yeah. the longer you try and maintain the you know world it's in the harder it is to keep people the yeah it's sort of like a soap bubble isn't yeah. it like the bigger it gets <laughs> the more right. the more tension is on the yeah, plot definitely <laughs> and uh, the less likely it's going to hold up That's right. and it's um a great uh excuse for them to parody amazing sci-fi and horror mm-hmm which is something I've come to realize because I was looking at this list of sort of all the various seasons and there is a small handful that isn't accredited as a parody to something that exists out there. So much Twilight yeah, Zone. Very few. Mm, yeah. And I mean, uh, like Simpsons to me is at its best when it is sort of illusory or like, you know, uh, yeah. referential, even self-referential, it's good. Definitely. But it's like one of the things I think one of my early English teachers talked about was just like how wonderful the simpsons was for its allusions to other literature and like characters and like how brilliant it is if you're well read like how much more you get out of the show or like mm-hmm. well versed in like uh you know even just pop culture and media and that's always been something i've enjoyed about it mm-hmm. uh but yeah treehouse of horrors takes that through the roof yeah definitely and you know that was the first time we saw kang and kodos mm-hmm. and they've been there for every single they've had a cameo every year Sometimes it's like a main plot. Sometimes it's just a little thing. Just off um, the side. Exactly. Quite often complaining that they weren't in the episode, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Space aliens. Don't eat me. I have a wife and kids. Eat them. Silence. We are travelers from a certain nearby ringed planet whose name we'd prefer not to mention. My name is Kang. And this is my sister, Kodos. Hello. I suppose you want to probe me. Well... Might as well get it over with. Stop. We have reached the limits of what rectal probing can teach us. And uh, the other character that Treehouse introduced is Uter, the German exchange oh, student. Oh, yeah. does he come from Treehouse? He does. does he come from the he one with uh, the like where they're getting turned into food? Lunch lady, I would like more sloppy Jimbo, please. Yes. <laughs> I know. Exactly. No. <laughs> no, actually, it's, it's the um, gremlin on the side of the bus. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, Terror oh. at five and a half feet. Yeah, this is first. And then I think the the Nightmare caf- uh, Cafeteria. And then he crosses over into like main, main Simpsons. Good for mm, him. He does. Yeah, uh, Treehouse yep. of Horrors is, uh, generally speaking, non-canon Simpsons, mm-hmm. uh, which is necessary because otherwise there would be no characters left, I think. That's right. Do you remember how on Twitter you used to do this is completely an aside. You used to do like holiday like uh like your little icon you change it to something mm-hmm. horrific for like Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a really good one one year that was like uh Ben Ben Kang or Kang Ben and Rankodos. Uh so it was just me as as Kang and Kodos 
that's awesome. Yeah, I, I got to find that one. It was a good drawing. <laughs> Very proud of that. <laughs> so that could be my credits name. There you go. So good. I love those guys. Like the even episodes that aren't particularly funny, they're always so good in. I mean, not that this was funny, but I love the political one where they run for our, one of them runs for office. Oh yes, that's and one of my yeah. political speech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he's like, the politics of failure have failed. We need to make them work again. Tomorrow, when you are sealed in the voting cubicle, vote for me, Senator Ke- Bob Dole. I am looking forward to an orderly election tomorrow, which will eliminate the need for a violent bloodbath. So good. So literally the only one where they're not antagonistic in some capacity, I guess, from what I was reading, getting ready for this uh, this episode was the original appearance in, in the first Treehouse. With the cookbook. Yeah, spoilers <laughs> for a 35-year-old <laughs> yes. episode of The Simpsons, but yes. They are altruistic, uh, as far as we can tell in that episode, every every other iteration. And also the only time we see uh, a third Rigelian. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, right. The which cook. is voiced by James yes, Earl Jones. It yeah. Was it James which, Earl Jones? We're getting ahead okay. of ourselves. Yeah, we, it absolutely was. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. I have a structure oh, ooh, in our third okay. season. We're much more structured than ever before. We're very fancy now, <laughs> Laura. Very fancy. As an award-nominated not, podcast. Not winning, but nominated. nominated. Well, you know. We won in our hearts. In our hearts, we won. We will be buying participation (laughs) trophies, uh, which apparently are a thing that this place does. I started looking for other award shows I could nominate us for, Lex, and there's so much involved with them that I gave up Mm, on all of them. I bet. like, there's a lot of extra work to to apply to these things. So uh, we'll just thank whoever nominated us last time, and that's that's close enough, I think. Yeah, we appreciate that. Uh, where were we at? We were with talking about what Treehouse of Horrors is. We've got that it's 30, where'd we land, Laura? 35 episodes now? 34? Uh, yep. Yeah, uh, it would be 33 in total. And I guess this year would be 34. Do we know when 34 is uh, scheduled to, to show up? TBA. But I'm very excited because they've got, I guess, spoilers of potential, if I may. Spoilers. Yeah, please. Yeah. I feel like you can't really spoil Simpsons anymore. Like That's nobody really enough, watches yeah. it at this <laughs> yeah. point. Looks like they're going to do Silence of the Lambs. <gasps> oh, so I'm pretty excited. Yeah. So is uh, what's his face jumping in? Yeah, exactly. Is it going to be Hannibal? Is it Buffalo Wait, Bill? Wait, is he still alive? Uh, Jodie Foster, Foster could be. I mean, Lisa would be a great Clary you Starling. Know. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, I'm excited for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. What else do we need to know about Treehouse of Horrors in case there's somebody who doesn't know? It is literally all I watch of The Simpsons nowadays. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah. I go back for the Treehouse of Horrors, I watch it, and we'll get to it. But up until last year, I've been generally disappointed by them for about 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't yeah, been it's great. It's been some clunkers for sure. But this last one is really good. And yeah, for some reason, they're still watchable, even though they are kind of clunky. They have been kind of a little wonky, but for some reason, it's still fun to watch these characters completely removed from their their usual setting. Totally, yeah, and yeah, like you said, there's either there's the opening or there's something that's the opening yeah, is great. Maybe it's not a successful parody, but the parody is still like you know, nod worthy. Yeah. Appreciate it, but I just love how it really like helped uh, get you excited for this season. It does. It sort of kicks it yeah. off. 
Because as a kid, I loved creepy things. Mm -hmm. And so I was always so excited. Except for the seasons where it came out in November because of baseball. Yeah. Oh, right. Baseball. Yeah. (laughs) I think like 2004 to 12, I think, or something. It comes out in November. Maybe not that many. 14 to 12 something. Anyhow, should we get into it? Should we do our faves? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's start. We'll do one each and then we can do our break and then we'll finish up with the the back six. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) <laughs> Laura, you're the guest. Please, please go first. Ooh, thank you. Because I have a feeling it's probably um, not just on my list, but I could be wrong. But the Shinin. Yes, that was going to be my top oh. one. Okay, did you guys pick <laughs> skits? Because I picked actual like seasons. I picked. Oh, okay. I've got full episodes too, but well, we can do that too. It's the stories, like the shorts, that were my favorite. Okay, because if yeah. we were doing that, I think the Shining Shinning would be like basically number yeah. one for oh. me. Um, so good it's genius and i love the one i love it because it's also a little bit creepy in moments like the whole recreation oh, of the scary. bat and stair yep. scene is so well done you know what and i think treehouse of horrors is at its best for me personally when it is actually a bit scary and the earlier yes. ones mm-hmm. lean into that a lot more i think yeah they do yeah i agree which i like a lot like the music is heavier the themes are maybe not even darker but just more like sincere i guess the way they approach them totally it's actual horror instead of trying to be like tv friendly or tongue-in-cheek like there's a little bit of yeah like willie gets chopped in the back with an axe (laughs) multiple times that episode it's gory and it's like it's very gory yeah yeah and it's always maggie yeah or yeah it's maggie in one of them yeah that's right you know it's gory you have a great opener with mr burns and smithers (laughs) <laughs> taking out all the TV and beer and, you know, like that amazing scene where Marge walks up and she's like, oh, what he's writing will be a window to his soul and it's feeling fine. Yeah. And then the lightning comes and you just see. <laughs> and then like the whole thing at the end with the, yeah. you know, urge to kill rising, rising. Yeah. Like my sister and I quoted, still to this day, quote that way too oh, often. Constantly, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. No yeah. blah, no blah, make Homer go crazy <laughs> is still probably something everyone says. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Marge? All I need is a title. I was thinking along the lines of no TV and no beer make Homer something something. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do! There's so many one-liners in that just short little oh, yeah. um, clip there. Oh, yeah. so Even cool. like with Mo as the bartender in the ballroom <laughs> is just so perfect. <laughs> you gotta kill your family, Homer. Like it's just so good. <laughs> yeah, he's just eating. We have to pull him out. Yeah. He's like too busy eating. <laughs> uh which which episode is that one from? Is it from three? It's like one of the first ones, it's like early. a third or fourth, isn't it? It's uh season six, so it'd be Treehouse Five. five. Oh, that okay. late. I actually would have assumed it was yeah. a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. What is on your cup, Laura? Is that Princess Bubblegum? It is. Oh, okay, completely unrelated. Let's do a quick aside. <laughs> Are you watching Fiona and Cake? Not yet, but I'm very excited to. It's good. I'll leave okay. it there. Awesome. I look forward Season to it. Season one yes. is available now. Fantastic show. Sweet. God, I love that world. We have to do an Adventure Time episode eventually. That would be great. Yeah. I love BMO um, so much. Oh, uh, BMO is perfect. <laughs> Have you never watched Adventure? Of course, you've watched Adventure Time, Lex. Uh, in bits and bobs here and there. Bits Not, and bobs here and yeah. there. Uh, it will take you less time to get through than One Piece, so you choose which one you <gasps> want to deal with first. I'm, I'm trying, Ben. I'm I'm watching the live action. Did one. you do what I suggested and go and find the like uh, 
story only. Um, it's like a cut down, like Cole's Notes version of watching One Piece. Oh, no, I should. I need to do that. It's a list of episodes that's plot only so yes. that you can get through it all in like a hundred episodes instead of the thousand that exist. I feel like they did that to make the One Piece Netflix because I've noticed that they've taken like mm. five episodes and squished them into one episode they for had Netflix. To. It's it's like a whole yeah. first arc of the story from the yes. manga and the anime, the East Blues saga, and it's all smushed down. It's it's far it's I wouldn't say it's better, but it's easier to guess because right. I'm like, ah, not as much filler. So anyway. Yeah. Well, and that was the other thing is like during the, this is not a one piece episode. I will get back on focus <laughs> after this, but during the production, dur- many times during the production of the anime, uh, it has caught up to where the manga is. So they've had to right. wait until more story has been released by Oda, uh, in order to actually produce more. So they have created like filler arcs many times for mm. the anime that just don't occur in the, uh, the comics themselves. Gotcha. So yeah, you can get rid of that stuff. You don't need to watch it. Okay, perfect. Good, good. Find that find that list. That's actually good to know there. That list exists. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In case you're interested in diving into the thousand plus episodes of One Piece that exist. <laughs> See me, I'm a completionist. I or a completist. I don't know which word is appropriate. Which one's the right word? I don't know. I feel like it's completionist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Everyone write in. Tell us if it's completist or completionist. <laughs> completionist. Um, <laughs> that email is uh, everyone at dorkmatterspodcast.com. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Email us. We don't get a lot of email. Sad. <laughs> also, go give us a review since yeah. we're talking about we like reviews. unrelated yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Please. It helps us with our rankings and. Uh, stuff um treehouse of horrors where (laughs) were we before i completely derailed us for not the first time we were talking about our favorite episodes our favorite episodes and we were talking about the shinning shinning. uh which thankfully has a much happier ending than uh than the movie itself but does it it kind of ends on a cliffhanger yeah because they're all frozen still well it's non-canon so i guess (laughs) that makes it happier (laughs) Do you like the movie The Shining, Laura? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, and the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just Oh, I never read it. Yeah. Oh, it well, is. Yeah. The book is a little bit different, but it's It's yeah, quite yeah. different and uh, I don't know, I'll go on my own aside quickly, but it's so hilarious in ways because when they were making the movie Stanley Kubrick was like, nah, I don't care. Like, I'm going to do my story. And yeah. so Stephen King has very famously not enjoyed his film. And which is the reason why he was part of the made for TV movie, which I am not a fan of. And uh, but then hilariously enough, when they did Dr. Sleep, which is Mm -hmm. a continuation, they used, of course, Stanley Kubrick shining as the flashback. So I was like, you just can't get away from it. (laughs) No. (laughs) How involved was uh, what's his face with uh, Dr. Sleep? Kubrick? No, no, sorry. Kubrick's dead. Um, King. I was going to be like, not very. Because he's... He's dead. Yeah. That's a good question. I wonder how much. Because I think he wrote that with his son, I believe. One of his sons. Yeah. So he was okay with, like, you know, the flashbacks going to the movie he doesn't like. Must have been like, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, fine. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? Whatever. He's like, I'm getting old. People like the movie. My first experience with Shining was Twister. Yes. That's one of my favorite movie within yes. movies. Because I, that's, I love film within film. Uh, it's terrifying. It amps up 100%. the terror of Twister. Like, that is the scariest part of Twister is with the Shining yeah, playing totally. in the background. Oh, it's just being ripped idea. apart. We should yeah. do an episode on movies within movies. Yes. So Treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Meta. Metaverse, we'll call it. Dorkaverse. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Dorkaverse. is pretty and good. It'll be all about Facebook's offerings. <laughs> you don't get to 
50 <laughs> unique downloads a day without making a few enemies. <laughs> Thank you for that deep cut. <laughs> three House of Horrors, The Shining. What do you got, Lex? I've got three like top, top episodes. And the first one was The, sh- the, sh- the Shining. But I think the second one for me, just in terms of like, it's such an earworm, is Attack of the 50-Foot Eyesores, where all the large billboard creatures come to life, especially with like the big donut boy, Lard Lad coming to life for Homer. (laughs) Lard Lad is just like iconic. Amazing. Yeah. The donut smashing. And like the jingle that they write is just like they have (laughs) Paul Anka sing it. Can you sing it for us? So the song is called Just Don't Look, and it was actually performed by Paul Anka. And I love it. So it's to stop, stop those, those monsters, monsters, one, two, three. three. Here's, Here's a fresh, fresh new way that's trouble free. I don't know if that's the right tune. Sounds good. It's got, got Paul Anka's guarantee. Wink. Guarantee void in Tennessee. And then this is the, the earworm. Just don't look. Just don't look. And then just repeat that over and over. It's so good. It's so catchy because I'll be like, when I'm driving on the highway and I see like police cars, you know how they're like, slow down, move over, but then keep going. In my head, I'm like, just don't look. Just That's don't how you stop yourself from rubbernecking? Well, yeah, it's, it's somebody else's bad day. I don't need to make it worse. That's a great oh, point. I, I, I like to get on my phone and TikTok that shit. No, you don't. <laughs> Looks like somebody's dead here. Oh. It's not. It's like a like a fender bender with two yeah. people outside screaming at each other. Yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure one of them's dead. We were driving back from Edmonton this weekend, and we saw a guy pulled over on the highway, and the trunk of his car was open, and he was being arrested on the side of the road. And we were like, "Damn!" Oh, yeah, yeah, somebody's dead in his trunk. Well, I hope not. <laughs> I feel like that would have been that, on the news. That's not what you were alluding to just now. No, I probably had some like weed or something in there. I don't know. Why do people get arrested anymore? Oh, okay, yeah. People famously keep their weed that is no longer illegal in the trunk of their car. I mean, depends on the quality. And quality <laughs> That's right. They're like, this right? is piss poor. Uh, yeah. This is good <laughs> stuff. Quality, they just get it seized. They don't get arrested because then the police would have to tell you where that went. If you have to carry that amount of weed in your trunk, it's not a, like... It's um, several. Yeah, that's a pretty crazy amount. That's yes. more than your legal plant. Like It's what, a brick. Three yeah, plants? You're right. That's a good point. Um, I don't that's know. That's probably... Who can, yeah, the, no, whatever, what are you allowed yeah. to carry on you? I think it's like five grams in a bag or something. Have either of you grown weed since it became legal to do so? I No. No. Yeah, me neither. I know people who stopped. It's like the fun's over. Oh, yeah, because they're like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll just buy it <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> this isn't edgy anymore. All right, I got to choose a first episode. Can I, can I just mm-hmm. do like a whole episode or do yeah, I need to? Okay. That's fine. Yeah, no, so my first pick is actually going to be the OG, number one, Treehouse of Horrors. Oh. It's a good one. Yep. For some of the stuff we talked about already, but like the intro to that episode is one of my favorite things that ever happened. Um, we're being scared. No, uh, even before that, it's when Marge comes mm-hmm. out in front of the big red curtain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so as a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons and I saw this episode surreptitiously. And so it started to freak me out right off the bat that she came out and was giving a warning. Um, <laughs> Perfect. She You're like, knew. You were like, oh my God. <laughs> Hello, everyone. You know, Halloween is a very strange holiday. Personally, I don't understand it. Kids worshiping ghosts, pretending to be devils. Things on TV that are completely inappropriate for younger viewers. Things like the following half hour. Nothing seems to bother my kids, but tonight's show, which I totally wash my hands of, is really scary. 
So if you have sensitive children, maybe you should tuck them into bed early tonight instead of writing us angry letters tomorrow. Thanks for your attention. Um, I also like as an adult, I just love that she's like, please just don't fucking watch this. Don't write us after you watch it. Just don't watch <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Like, you're not going to like it. Perfect Marge. Like yeah. she would totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. Um, but like we get, you know, one of the best, I think, segment skits, whatever you want to call it, episodes ever, which is Bad Dream House. Um, mm-hmm. Based off of, if I'm not incorrect, Amityville. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, and Poltergeist, I yeah. think. And Poltergeist a little bit, yeah. Sprinkled um, in there, yeah. And it's just like, it's it's actually scary. It's a little bit creepy. The music is pounding just like in the movie itself. Yes. Like, that yeah. whole episode is creepy as hell. When they all come uh, out with weapons. And they're like, what? Yeah. They're all yeah. like... In the circle is very funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with the baby. Yeah. I love that Maggie, Maggie has, has her, her own, own weapon. Right, she's like falling go. over. Yeah. yeah. Back up. But like, and then the turn though, when it just, like when it's finally time for the, the joke is just like this thing would rather yeet itself out of existence than live with the yeah. Simpsons and I just thought that was <laughs> fucking right. so funny uh, Yeah, I think about that episode still all the time the bleeding walls and she's like you stop and then like it's like get out and she's like don't you talk to my family that way <laughs> that's right and it becomes kind of like a petulant child of like no yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm, mm. an eternity with the Simpsons with the Simpsons <laughs> right nope and then just sort of the solemn way that like lisa sums up what everybody has already understood that like yep this ancient evil creature has decided that you're worse than not existing you can't help but feel a little rejected (laughs) (laughs) it's so great it's it's a perfect plus we get uh you know james earl jones is sarah the preparer from uh intro of uh kenny kodos uh hungry are the damned and then, uh, you know, again in the next one as uh, the narrator for The Raven, which I always thought was spooky as so hell good. as well. So good. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't give up on the, like, cadence of, like, the actual, like, sort of performances you're used to of the Edgar Allan Poe, you know, poem. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the same cadence and the same sort of spooky delivery, and it's like, it really yeah. works. Yeah. Once upon a midnight dreary. While I pondered weak and weary. Over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. To some visitor. I muttered. Tapping at my chamber door, only just nothing more. Are we scared yet? Bart, he's establishing mood. I used to play that for when I was teaching um, English language arts to kids when we would talk about poetry and how to like create images in their heads and they'd have them read the poem first and then I'd have them draw out a comic of what it what they thought was happening and then we'd watch the Simpsons a little bit oh that's so cool it it was interesting the number of kids that were like oh it's a horror like (laughs) hadn't put it together right that was intended to be like horror and I I think that's the interesting thing about like gothic yeah um yeah or is that it is like it's it's creepy, but it's not like overtly slashery. Mm-hmm. And so that was an interesting conversation with the kids to get into. Yeah, definitely. And that that's, I think, some of the most successful tree houses is just sort of like, here's the thing we love and we're going to introduce it to a young audience. Like, yeah, that's mm-hmm. exactly. It. I mean, that was definitely my introduction to Poe without yeah. question at that age. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> absolutely. Good. I mean, and to Amity for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, which I still have, like, and this is another thing I'm sure we'll talk about a bit more uh, before we go to the break. Like, a lot as a 
as a horror movie scaredy cat who does not do horror movies, a lot of my knowledge of horror uh, comes from the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Like that's how I know about these other pop cultures, like touchstones from out history is because of, of the Simpsons, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. So I'm not completely like out of the mix when I tried to talk to my fellow children. <laughs> totally. Okay, folks, we're going to head into the break. And you know what that means. It's time for Who's That Pokemon? Who's that Pokemon? Uh, I have one. And uh, I am ready to do this for you. Uh, (laughs) So here we go. The silhouette is sort of a half oval shape. It's Kodos. With... It is not oh, a good guess. Is it Kang? A half oval shape. It is not. It, Kang I wish it either. was though. That would have been so like, great. No, wrong. Very it's good Kang. guess. <laughs> it is a little ovally shape, and it has sort of a a vine like appendage off of each side, and a couple little stubby ones. It's the preparer. It's James Earl Jones. It isn't, but also a fantastic guess. No. And little front nubbins, and then inside of the dome, there's sort of a star like. Oh, shape. Maggie! Maggie's an alien. Oh, is yeah. it it's Maggie. Maggie. Yeah. It's Maggie the Rigelian. It's Maggie the Rigelian. Oh, that's good. When Marge has the affair. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Who was the father? Is it Kang or Kodos? Do you remember? Okay, so this is uh, something I just found out is that Kang and Kodos have gender. Oh. Yeah. Kodos is the is the oh, sister. I forgot yeah, exactly. that. Okay, so yeah. that doesn't preclude either of them from being the the uh, you know no. the biological donor for the baby. As you know, we're very progressive when it comes to gender mm-hmm. here on Dork Matters, and also species. Uh, we don't know how they work. So yeah, we don't know who the father just, is or the parent. Can I just say that I loved in that episode when Homer's like, "Marge, maybe Maggie's lost her baby legs." Like, oh, cute, lost her baby legs. The part actually like, like, substantially shocked me when I saw it the first time. Like, that was an out of the realm of something I could like, my brain could handle as slapstick. I was like, "Ooh, uh-huh. gross!" Like, her her legs fell off. What the fuck? <laughs> I didn't use what the fuck in my brain at that time. No, uh, it was no. like, oh, you were like, gosh e. darn it, that's mm, scary. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> let's get into our second, our second ones that we want to bring up here. Laura, let's keep going mm-hmm. in the usual circular clockwise oh, thing. You're spoiling me. Um, I would have to go with. Uh, Simpsons World, which is a parody of Westworld, uh, which is season 34. So brilliant. Ding, 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 ding. We got a daily double. (laughs) It's perfect. Like the amount of callbacks. Yeah. I was just like, it's, yeah, when I saw the B sharps up on the top of Moe's, like I was just almost like, like almost like nostalgically crying for all these wonderful, amazing throwback self-awareness. And like, you're just, when you're Mm -hmm. at the point where you're like, this cannot get any better. Like this is brilliant and hilarious. What a great Mm -hmm. parody. Mm -hmm. And then they end up Mm -hmm. doing such a great crossover at the very end of the episode. And then the, the reveal of the world. So if I made the crossover, uh, is they find themselves in uh, Bob's Burgers, yeah. the restaurant, with Linda serving them. Oh, which oh my god! Yeah. Sorry, like, I mean, yeah. I don't know if you really spoil <laughs> Treehouse of Horrors. Like, I love that though. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, it was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, it's, it's true. A, it's a great reveal. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I love that episode it. when Homer pulls out the shirt cannon and is fighting off the uh, 
the what's his face, the Ralphs, and then suddenly <laughs> Maud walks out and he shirt cannons her, and I was like, "All the Ralphs." Why did he shoot her with it? Oh, right. Oh. Season eleven, he murdered Maud again. Because <laughs> he right. killed her that way, and that's when I was like, "Holy shit, this episode is and good." Just went like, about his day. Like, yeah, every segment of this has been very interesting yeah. again. Yeah, so funny. if you don't mind me picking piggybacking off of yours here, Laura, just because this was one of my picks for episodes was actually 33. This is like a return to form for Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah, I wrote that as my full episode favorite yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We get the Puka Duke, um, which is Brilliant. wonderful. Uh and scary. It is scary. It's creepy as hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, like it's full on terrifying for poor little poor little Maggie there, um, being chased <laughs> by her evilly possessed mother. Um it's true. So well done. And then we get a really great departure in Death Tome, which is like, oh, okay, you're actually going to go full on do a whole different style of show here. And they do a really good job of it. Uh, Mo Sislak as the uh, Shinigami, uh, like the yep. Death God, is so fantastic. Like his voice, like Harry Shearer being who that is, is just like, oh, wait, no, sorry, Hank Azaria, not Harry Shearer. It's rare to find bloodthirsty vegetarians. <laughs> I'm a Shinigami, a god of death. In my realm, I am called Steve Johnson. <laughs> Wait, your name is Steve? Well, when I was born, eons ago, Steve was a very exotic name. I mean, there were like three Necroblivias in my nursery cave alone. That probably better than the live action Death oh note. god yeah that's i think that is tone. not a yeah. high high no bar. that's true it's not a high bar. uh universally reviled <laughs> uh which is why people were so worried not to bring us back to one piece but about the live action coming from netflix uh Fair. but yeah so we get this like and like it's a good story too uh death tome like it's a fun little piece that like has a great beginning middle and end and ends in a really fun you know sort of joke at the end but it gets kind of gruesome throughout and it's just bold of them to try to do oh, a story yeah. in a whole different style and a genius montage of all the various deaths like the yes, alligator absolutely. toilet alligator is hilarious but then the lion you get toilet lion toilet and lion just, i was like almost in tears laughing so hard i was so like good. oh my god like yeah absolutely um yeah and so a couple things about that episode uh it is actually the first Treehouse of Horrors to not have a uh, an opening sequence. Oh, um, yeah. You just get a shot of the book that says Treehouse of Horrors, and then That's it right. jumps right into the Marge oh. story with the, the Puka Duke. And they did a great job with the illustrations in the Puka Duke as well. Oh, so good, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then another sort of return to form here is that this is actually the first time since season 14 that every segment had a different writer. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And I feel like you can tell that it works that way. Like it really feels, feels like there's something different and it's back to some sort of form. And so uh, mm-hmm. I found that very revealing when I was looking at that episode going like, why did this one work so much better than some of the other ones? And I think it's maybe having to write those three in a row or whatever for like one group of writers or one head writer, uh, it goes by the old horror trope you were talking about, Laura, which is just like, you know, get out, mm. <laughs> do, do one and be done. Yeah, exactly. Get in, get out. Yeah. You're not thinking about the whole. You're there too long and yeah. seeping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just, that'll be one of uh, the ones I can talk about here is 33. And I'm thanks for letting me jump in there. <laughs> uh, I freaking loved it. It was so good. I just thought like, 
this is satisfying. Like I actually laughed like for real at a Simpsons episode for the first time in like 20 years. Uh And it's at its best when it's referential and even self-referential, which we get with Simpsons World. So it was fantastic for me. What do you got for your second, Lex? Uh, Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. I love that one. Yeah, of course. It's like, again, that perfect, like it's actually really creepy, the idea of Willie being burnt alive by the boiler at a PTA meeting. (laughs) They tell me to wait. (laughs) I I think about it constantly, how like um, Kirk is standing there going like, I don't like the idea of Millhouse having two spaghetti dinners in one day. And like, (laughs) Willie's burning to death. And I just, I loved the series of Nightmare on Elm Street. It's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the idea. Nice. That's a good, yeah. I've always wanted to do Kirk's voice. I can do Ben, it. this is your moment. Do you want to do the line? No, it's good. We're <laughs> okay. good. Let's oh. move on. I'm embarrassed now. You put me on the spot. It's uh, There's so many great <laughs> things about it because Maggie is the savior of the day by mm-hmm. popping her soother in Willie, the bagpipe tractor's yeah. exhaust pipe thing. Um, and it's just, it's so funny. I love the way that like Martin dies because he's having like a oh, little yeah. dream about him being the king of Latin and he's yeah, jumping yeah. around. Skipping with his bloomers on. <laughs> with his little, his little hat. And, like, yeah. it's just every way is so funny, but also really like, it's scary. And it's really in line with the whole Nightmare on Elm Street's motif. So It is because Freddie's yeah, always very playful after the first one, especially yeah. he becomes like more and more mm-hmm. kind of funny focused. Uh, and we get that's that's from uh, Treehouse Five, right? I think it's seven because uh, that's that's axe axe in the back. No, nope. I that I thought it was uh, seven. no, it's seven. You're right. Am I so wrong? yeah, yeah, season seven, so episode. Oh my bad. And I feel like that entire episode was like a solid. All three of them were like. What else is in that one? That's got the fifty foot eyesores. Yeah. So yeah. And oh, yeah. okay. Then what's oh, the it's last a one? Oh, I took notes. Homer on. Cube. Yes. So I think that's the one where they go into the three D. Yes, which was which was a so huge deal cool. at the time on TV. Oh, the three D landed. They. It was so big. I remember the media about that being like, they've rendered them using computer generated images. And it was so much money. And <laughs> yeah. I just remember there, like how everyone's standing around like arguing about how to get Homer out of the wall, much like Ben trying to get out of the hallway. Yeah. And <laughs> no, nobody was, like, was trying to help me. That's Are you the difference. Help me. Help me. <laughs> there was just, just so many great parts around. of that. I just love with the beginning when Patty and Selma are coming over and everyone's trying to find a hiding spot. And then they open the, the closet to Bart and Lisa <laughs> yeah. being like, may I take your jacket? I would also like to take your jacket. <laughs> it's a great moment. It's so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, man. And, like the uh, cat yeah. and the dog are like hiding under the carpet or something. <laughs> yeah. I love Patty itself. Oh, so they're much. so good. Like, All right, because that's the whole reason the like terror in space and time gets ripped yeah. open is because Homer's trying to hide. Yeah, and he goes behind the bookcase. Behind the, the bookcase, bookcase and finds yeah. it, yeah. And I just love it because they bring over like shells that they want to like shuck open and like Patty and Orselma is sucking them out. Oh, oh. yeah. I remember to make the, artwork. I, I can visibly remember the little bits of like bit on her face after she sucks on them. I'm just... I have never had any idea what the fuck that was supposed to be, except like some sort of oh, rash or like a so good. damage so good. to her face. It's so nasty. And we have Professor Frank come in. Yeah. 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 Or even so just, I like um, when police chief Wigan comes in and has like the greatest line of like, we need answers. And then he fires his gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's a, a great Fantastic episode. choice. 
Yeah. That is a really it. great choice. Yeah. I love that we're just doing a reminiscence on our favorites. <laughs> this yeah. is great. With that in mind, Laura, you want to oh, give man. us your, your third-ish? Okay. This is really so tough. And I and I kid you not that I, I have a list and I had a hard time and I was like refreshing myself going back and watching segments and like trying to pick. And I'll just give a very quick shout out to the three that were so close and didn't make it, which is Clown Without Pity, which mm-hmm. is the Child's Play parody, which was very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> Terror at Five and a Half Feet, because mm-hmm. it's genius. Uh, and the Pukaduke was on my list because I was like, man, nice. this is genuinely freaky. Yeah. Um, but I have to go with It's a Grand Pumpkin Millhouse. Oh, because I love That's a that great one. So much like there's just so many great random moments like when homer's carving pumpkins and he's like i'm gonna give you a jaggedy smile and big stupid and the pumpkin is just like so offended and like (laughs) kills homer and then top like takes his top off and nods and goes ladies to a bunch of pumpkins (laughs) and i was just like (laughs) you know the lady pumpkins like i oh man like for just like gut laughter (laughs) That one is so high, even though the pumpkin has some pretty controversial opinions. <laughs> You're a racist! All pumpkins are racist. The difference is I admit it. I'd rather die than hate! Oh, yeah. I mean, if you go back and start watching some, like, any... there's, It's weird. It's almost like Simpsons is actually less, like, sort of troublesome or problematic until you hit about 2002. <laughs> yeah. And then it starts to go off the rails. And and suddenly they start leaning into some yeah. really weird, like, right-wing commentary on stuff. And I'm just like, yeah. Right, which I was kind of like, should I mention the boot? But it just, I, I have to be honest, that pumpkin makes me laugh so hard every time. When, like, he's, like, offered roasted um, a pumpkin seeds. And he's like, you cook are young. Like, just all the shock. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I appreciate the reference to, uh, you know, peanuts as well. Good job with that title. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, the art style, yeah. the music. Did, yeah. did, did, uh, is anybody else already started putting on uh, the Vince Guaraldi trios, uh, the Great Pumpkin? <laughs> no, just me. <laughs> That's going to be after Thanksgiving for me. Uh, mm. I yeah, I have two young kids, so Halloween started like a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaning in. Thanksgiving is like whatever, anyhow. So it's not. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, it's good. Enough. Yeah, we do Friendsgiving more than like. Well, we tried to do Friendsgiving, but... Mm. For me, you got to have friends, so that's why I don't do that. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Fucking love Charlie Brown. That's a good pick. All right, Lex, I'm going to let you do your third one, and then I'm going to close this out with my final episode, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. This is the one that John and I talk about constantly. It is Citizen uh, <laughs> Citizen <No>. Kang. <laughs> Jesus. Lexi was just attacked by a ghost basket. I'm not sure. That's what happens when you sit in your closet. <laughs> it was perfect. Sorry. Citizen Kang is Citizen fantastic. Kang. Yes. Uh, the number of times something will happen in like politics and life and John will look at me and go, I voted for Kodos. <laughs> <laughs> So that one, it comes up. I love, I love the fact that it was such a topical time because it was Bob Dole versus um, Bill Clinton. And I think it was Phil Hartman um, doing his Bill Clinton mm. shtick yeah. in the episode. And there was just so many good one-liners about 
like when they were holding hounds wa- walking down the street and they were like, uh, sir, <laughs> like if you have a better way of ex- exchanging protein strands, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> and that brilliant just... um, speech, political speech, which yeah. I have to. Always turning, 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 oh. twirling. Yeah, it's uh, if I may. Please, please. We, we must, must go forward, forward, not, not backward, backward, upward, not forward. forward. And, and always, always twirling, 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 twirling towards freedom. <laughs> How could you not vote I for that? I think I misquote that basically weekly. I also like the, like, abortions for none, <laughs> boo. Abortions for all, boo. <laughs> like, and that's like the... Um, what was it, abortions for some and little flags for others? Little American flag things <laughs> for others. <Yay! laughs> Thumbs up politics. <laughs> yes, it really does. I was just like, that is everything about that episode was so perfect because like even with um when they ask Homer, like, take us to your leader, and he's like, Well, we're having an election, and so it could be different. It could be that what's his name? He was on the TV last week and he couldn't place it. And I was like, Yeah, that's just like so perfect of American politics <laughs> yeah. or just politics in general. That if we were invaded by aliens... Nowadays, we'd probably take King or Kodos I would, yeah. Over, yeah, I mean. <laughs> over the American Which is like, batch. Which reminds me of that one episode. I think it's the monkey's paw. Like, one day they'll have a board with the nails so big they'll destroy themselves. Oh, such a good episode, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, That's a great yeah, so Citizen Kang is my, like, there's so many good yeah. ones. Like, the monkey paw is also wonderful, but I just can't, like, the, the lines. I mean, we can just but, keep yeah. talking about them. They're great. And then right. they're also all peppered with, like, you know, there's uh, a bit of racism that. and yeah. Yeah, it's homophobia definitely a bit of a well, time so capsule. Shout out to that. Going over 30 yeah. plus years, yeah. I am going to give you my final episode here, which is, I'm going with 13. Treehouse of Horrors 13. Ooh. Uh, in the 14th season, aired in uh, November 2022. Um, this is why I was reading about the baseball stuff. Uh, and I believe this is the one that ends with like a Halloween special or begins with Halloween special in <laughs> November. Uh, anyhow, this is the one that has, I actually took a lot of notes for this, which is unusual for me. Um uh, but this is also our first post 9-11 Treehouse of Horrors. Now oh, it was already in the can, oh. so there's no referential stuff to it. But it's just interesting that they decided to go ahead and right. air this anyhow. It was only about a month after, month and a half after. Uh, so I found that interesting while reading about this. Like it didn't get shelved. Like so everybody yeah. still wanted their their Simpsons horror. We get send in the clones, uh, which is a <laughs> A multiplicity, I guess. Yeah, sort of, yeah uh, with the take. hammock like spinning around and shooting. Yeah, the spinning hammock that like, and Homer just That's keeps right. making more. Oh, homie, it's like you have the energy of twenty men, and he goes twenty three. It's one of my favorite lines ever. Just so specific. Um, but I think my favorite thing about that episode is that uh, you know the big reveal is that when Marge is in bed with Homer at the end, after all the clones have been, you know unceremoniously murdered and dumped into a oh, hole right uh she looks down and he has no belly button that's the giveaway that he's a clone oh and she's like then what happened to my home and he's like first over the cliff because they they lure all of the clones over a cliff <laughs> with giant donuts hung from helicopters <laughs> i was like of course homer would would accidentally kill himself during his own plan it's perfect it's uh 
forgot that's how they lured yeah, them. Yeah, not necessarily scary, but still one of my my favorite stories. I think it's because I actually saw multiplicity in the theater. And so when that one came out, I was like, oh, I get this reference. Yeah, this It's a very loose reference. It moves on yeah. very quickly. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I think I understand this one. Uh, and then we get uh, the fright to keep and scare arms, which <laughs> is very dumb. <laughs> But it's one of my favorites for one reason, and that's for uh, Kaiser Wilhelm <laughs> in, as part of the uh, the Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, like the Sundown Crew that mm-hmm. like come back from the dead to like. So the whole premise is like Lisa finds the grave of Billy the Kid, who's oh. listed as William something, his full name or whatever, and he's like, "I dream of a world without guns," and she's like, "I'm going to act on his dream." And she clears Springfield of guns. Everyone turns them in and gets big sacks of cash for them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then these these zombie cowboys pop out of the ground and take over. They're like, we dreamed of no guns so that we'd be the only people with guns and we could take over. <laughs> and then for some reason, we get Kaiser Wilhelm jumps up with them. And they're like, he's not a cowboy. And then he goes, yes, I am. Uh, yippee, whippy, whippy. <laughs> and everyone's like, checks out. <laughs> It's one of my favorite moments. He does this weird little like leg kick thing when he jumps up and it's so friggin' funny to me. Oh, man. And the most evil German of all time, Kaiser Wilhelm. Huh? He ain't a cowboy. Sure I am. Yippee, whippy, whippy. Okay, he's in. Now let's rob the bank, give the money to the poor, then rob the poor and shoot the money. But it's such a muddled, uh, uh, like, oh, so we do need guns. So Homer goes back in time uh, using a (laughs) frink machine to tell everyone they need to keep their guns. They win by scaring everyone with their guns. It turns out Lisa has to admit the gun solved problem. (laughs) But then Homer comes back from a further future and is like, no, guns have killed the entire world. And then Mo just shotguns him in the face. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like we're getting some mixed messages here, Simpson. It wasn't the makeup shotgun. Yeah, I don't think it was the makeup that. one. I don't know, <laughs> but he does just shoot him. He's like, "What is this open mic night?" I'm just like, "It's so stupid, but so funny." And then uh, we get the final uh, up here is the Island of Doctor Hibbert, oh, and this yeah. is another one where I had just mm. seen the Val Kilmer Island of Doctor Moreau. Uh, Feruza Balk as a weird cat, oh, weird yeah. sexy cat lady. I forgot she was in that. It's like, oh, I yeah. am feeling yeah. some weird feelings here. Such a crazy movie. I don't know. Like, I'm not even sure if the like that particular skit is that great, but it is for me amusing. <laughs> like, it's just again, I think it's the punchline here where it's just like Homer's like, all you can do is eat and sleep and and mate, and he's like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> And he signs up, like, sign me up. And he becomes a walrus. And I just think that's like one of the greatest right. endings. Ever. He's like, I've not, in a probably not PC sort of like appropriate joke nowadays. Uh, you know, he's like, I haven't been this thin since high school. <laughs> <laughs> just, anyhow, I like that. I uh, And then this also is the last time uh, that Treehouse of Horrors has three writers until last year. Mm, okay. Wow. And so that's another reason I picked it. It's sort of the end of like the early modern, like actually funny, scary era and leads right. us into our, our darker, our darker treehouse in, uh, <laughs> in that way. Again, maybe not like my favorite, favorite episodes in general, but overall I really appreciated uh, the whole of that episode. 
uh, mostly because I got the references as a shut-in Christian boy. That was always really useful for <laughs> You're me. You're like, I know this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I can appreciate that. That's all I've got. Is there anything else we should talk about before we wrap this one uh, up? I, I, I hope that they go back to maybe a little bit of gore. Because that's what made the early ones so mm-hmm. successful in my mind yeah. is that like there there was an actual through line of horror in it and trying to be yeah I think trying to be scary yeah. is is what they need to do even more than the gore but even like just trying not to be yeah. as like accessible to everybody we were talking about this tonight about like why Ahsoka is so good versus some of the other Star Wars TV shows and I think it's because they made Ahsoka for people who were fans of Rebels. Mm. And you have to have watched Rebels to kind of understand what's going on or that type of thing. And I think that they need to kind of do that for Simpsons. Like, make Simpsons for people who grew up with Simpsons, not trying to get a new audience. Who used to like it. Yeah, who used to like it. Before it Mm. became a show that was trying to chase down the clones of itself. Yeah, or trying to, like, bring in a new audience and trying to find out, like, what current humor is. And I think, like, don't try to, like, the wheel's not broken. Stop trying to fix it. Yeah. yeah. They definitely left their own style of humor when Family Guy became popular to try to do that, like, cutaway yeah. joke. Like, mm, definitely. Yeah. I'm talking about X. Now let's see what X looks like. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons I love sending the clones that I completely forgot about is uh, <laughs> when the clones get dropped off in the field because Homer's like, oh, these are these are bad. He asks if anybody remembers the way home. And they keep mm-hmm. putting hands up like one after another and he shoots them. <laughs> Anyone else? Hand goes up, shot. Anyone else? Come on. Another hand goes up, he shoots them. Anyone else? And he ends up shooting four or five and the joke goes on just the right amount just of time to enough. make it super yeah. funny. Uh, and then the clones actually end up cloning themselves and we get actually like uh, there's a family guy reference and then OG Simpsons from the uh, Tracy Chapman. Yep. Is that it? Show? Mm-hmm. The, oh, let's go get some. Tracy, not funny... Tracy Chapman. Tracy. Tracy Ullman. Tracy Ullman. Ullman. Tracy Chapman, yeah. I think, Ullman. is a Christian contemporary artist. <laughs> is she Christian? Yeah, thought, for sure. I didn't yeah. know she was Christian. Maybe yeah. I'm mis- yeah, I thought mis- she was just mis- a mixing singer. Her up with a different Chapman. Who knows? Mm. This is what happens she when you. She sings the like fast car. You get a fast car. I want a ticket to anywhere. Yeah, I try to catch up on yeah. pop culture references. Like I had like 20 years to catch up on and now it mixes with all my like Christian reference stuff from when I was younger. <laughs> Fair. It's just a mixed up hodgepodge. Um yeah, Treehouse of Horrors. Let's get it let's get it a little bit bloodier again. Let's try to make it scarier again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's get some maybe um uh, I mean, there's actually now that they are they are doing kind of modern horror, which is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have they done a saw one yet? No, they should. And I was thinking like a get out would be really good or. Yeah. How, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they can do a get out that appreciates what get out is about. <laughs> That's fair. They might not be. I mean, there's to. a way to do it. You can make it about like, you know, the people that are. That yeah. They you are. could be the parents. Yeah. Don't yeah. try to, yeah. you know, talk about the black experience integrating into white society, you know, talk about whatever the Simpsons yeah. has to say. That's right. Or like Cabin in the Woods would be really funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. But again, more like Simpson World. Like I was just over Simpson the moon. Simpson World worked. For some reason, it Brilliant. really does work. And it's yep. the references are all there. And they do it in a way that is not like pandering. It is pandering. But like it's not, I don't know what the right term is here. It's not subtle, but it is appropriate um and it's yes, funny it and it makes really nicely. sense yeah it paced yeah. really nicely yeah. and it's like 
and the jokes like the mod joke that was not a focused joke it is a blink and you miss it moment in that (laughs) scene and i think that's what makes it work too is all of these references are stuffed in in a way that is not focused on them and like look see what we did like yeah, to Lexi's point, right? Yeah, we're not trying to be super accessible. Let's just reference ourselves so people get it. Great. If not, it's still a funny moment of him shooting somebody. And, and we keep moving on. Yeah, he's shooting yeah. a bunch of, you know, Ralph clones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's great. <laughs> As a final thought, any that you watched that you were just like, this is an absolute trudge. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is. I'm thinking of the Cthulhu eating contest one myself, where I was just like, this is not funny. Like, this is boring. I can't remember. There was one where it had a great opening because Guillermo del Toro did the Mm. opening. Oh, I know which one you're referencing. Yeah, Yeah. and the opening was fantastic. But then if if a memory serves, the rest of the episode was like, it was just boring. Yeah, they are. Just didn't have any of those funny little bits. Yeah. The Tower of Babel one was a real, real dud. I don't know if you remember that one. Anyhow, I've watched them all. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think that's pretty telling that like I, I feel like I watched almost all of them. I think I probably tapped out around season 30. But wait, were you watching full seasons of Simpsons still? Yeah, I was trying to or like but I had oh, the wow. background and I've tried I'm I'm working through like, all of the Treehouse of Horrors right now. But now yeah, that I've, I've done passed that. like season 14, I couldn't actually tell you about a lot of them mm. despite the fact I've sat down and watched them. And yeah. only the yeah. ones that really stand out to me are like those ones up to about season like nine. And then they just kind of fall off the radar. Yeah, totally. And shout out, because there's, I think, at least two seasons where they have two sort of horror themed. Because in, I think it's season 34, they also have the episode before Treehouse where it's presented by Treehouse and it's it. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, a no brainer for them. And I almost wonder if they were going to do that as one of the segments. And then was like, no, we need to give this a full I haven't seen episode that length. It's pretty well done, I have to say. Oh, yeah. okay. I've got one to pop back. What season is it in? Uh, that is... I this think is uh, that... everybody who's listening. This is your homework for this week. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Laura is giving <laughs> us right. some homework, which is Simpsons homework. Yeah. Season 34. 34. Not it. Not it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, like, crusty, perfect, Pennywise mashup. Like. We will have you back at some mm-hmm. point to do... Uh, a review of it we can make it all-encompassing like we can do book you know og tv the og with tim curry yep yeah and the and the new uh the new movies the two movies i'm definitely down and the letdown (laughs) as i like to call them the (laughs) unexpectedly good and the letdown um well thank you laura for coming and chatting treehouse of horrors that was a lot of fun just like thinking about Mm -hmm. stuff that we liked in the past what's that called again nostalgia all right (laughs) Thank you both so much. This has been so wonderful. Uh, Is there anything you'd like to plug or where you'd like to tell people to find you? Um, That is. Do you want to sell something? (laughs) Well, I guess I already did plug for Pinboy Fresh. So I guess that's one of my plugs. Go check out their their awesome pins. Working on anything new? Well, actually, um, the uh, Alberta Craft Council hasn't put out the call yet, but they're putting out a call for a show about miniatures. So... I oh, yeah, really want to apply for that. So I'm kind of figuring out what I want to make for that. But I do love miniature anything. So I'm very excited about that awesome. show. Uh, and people can find you. I think it's uh, Laura O'Connor uh, on Instagram. Is that correct? Let me double check. I, if you think at this Let's point, check. I would be more prepared. But you would be wrong. Uh, I think I would be It too. is Laura J-O-C. Oh, that's the tricky bit. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. At, or not. There's no at. Just Laura Jock. <laughs> 
if you will. I, well, you know, clearly. <laughs> Such a sports <laughs> <Or> fiend. <laughs> <laughs> you are big into sports. There's something I was going to say, but I forgot it, so it couldn't have been that important. Happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs> Happy Halloween. <laughs> Until next time. Happy Halloween. Uh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> dork, 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 dork. I think I was trying to get that, like, the creepy Simpsons uh, you did good. outro thingy there. There we go. The zombie one. We didn't talk. This is a PS to this episode. The the brain zombie, the first one where Lisa brings back the dead. What is it called? Pet Cemetery? Is that oh, what yeah. it is? Oh, yeah. And then they knock on Homer's yeah. head. Like, hey, Landers. Landers. <laughs> you shot zombie yeah. Flanders. He was a zombie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good so episode. And one. creepy. Yes. Uh, yeah. The zombies are actually pretty scary. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, next time on Laura. Um, <laughs> Laura. <laughs> Laura. Laura Matters. Laura Matters. <laughs> dork Horror. We got to do uh, we got to do some of these zombie flicks at some point. Yeah, zombies would be great. Best for of sure. a zombpocalypse or something. Definitely. <gasps> All right, oh. I already signed us off. I have to do it again now. Uh, until next okay. time, folks. Dork, 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 dork. Boo boo. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> good night. Day. Whatever. Thanks for listening to Dork Matters. If you like the podcast, subscribe, give us a rating, and tell your friends about us. If you are a fellow dork and have a dork issue that you think we need to discuss, tell us on our social media. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also check out original art and other content from Ben and myself. We'd like to say a big thank you to Yabra for the use of our theme song, Dance, off of their Astral EP, as well as a thank you to Jess Schmidt for producing and editing our podcast. Thanks, Jess. Dork Matters. This podcast is created on the traditional territories of the Blackfoot Nations, which includes the Siksika, the Begaini, and the Gaina. We also acknowledge the Stony Nakoda Nation, Sutena, and Métis Nation Region 3.